0: Call to worship this morning in Psalms 103, verses 8 through 22, and it can be found in your Pew Bible on pages 556 and 557. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He will not always accuse, nor will He harbor His anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows how we are formed. He remembers that we are dust. As for mortals, their days are like grass. They flourish like a flower of the field. The wind blows over it and it is gone. But from everlasting to everlasting, the Lord's love is with those who fear him, and his righteousness with their children's children, with those who keep his covenant and remember to obey his precepts. The Lord has established his throne in heaven, and his kingdom rules over all. Praise the Lord, you his angels, you mighty ones, who do his bidding, who obey his word. Praise the Lord, all his heavenly hosts, You, his servants, who do his will, praise the Lord. All his works, everywhere, in his dominion, praise the Lord, my soul. From the Old Testament book, Deuteronomy. Then we
1: cried out to the Lord, the God of our ancestors. And the Lord heard our voice and saw our misery, toil, and oppression. So the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm, with great terror and with signs and wonders. He brought us to the place and gave us this land, a land flowing with milk and honey.
2: I'll be reading from Matthew 7, verses 7 through 12, and it's in the Pew Bible, page 895. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. He who seeks finds, and he who knocks the door will be opened. Which of you, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good things to your children... How much more your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him. So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you, for this is the sum of the law and the prophets.
1: Our texts are kind of uh, all over the place, but I'm going to try to bring them together for you today. Before I do that, I just want you to know the smell of icing and strawberries is in my nose. And I've not received specific instructions, so until I do, I'm going to assume these are for me. (laughs) Um, And you'll understand if I have to take a little energy break somewhere in the middle of today's uh, homily. Um, Am I to understand these are for the fathers? Is that the intention of this gift? There are some extras, so fathers, you may be able to share with that child who is inquiring about that strawberry. But we'll invite you after church to uh, come collect your fabulous strawberry cupcake. I can actually say they're healthy, gentlemen, because the strawberries are as big as the cupcake. That's the ratio at which it ceases to be. Junk food and moves over into the realm of health food, and uh, we can recommend it to the body. All right, fair enough? Boy, you're going to let me fudge that one. I'm so glad. All right. Give me a couple of traits that we desire to see in a father. Go ahead. Hand me one. Uh, Over here? Dependability? Dependability? Yes, Yes, dependability. Consistency. Excellent. Strength. Strength. Patience. Patience. Uh, support. support. Protector. a protector. leadership. leadership. Humor. Wisdom. Wisdom, humor. Loving. 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 Yeah, that's a big one. Did I see another? Honesty, Honesty. Honesty. Charles, what were you saying? I'm t- Kindness. 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 Kindness, thank you. I'm going deaf in my left ear, apparently. Playfulness, audiovisual <laughs> visual support. So some degree of technical expertise is key, is it? You know how to program a VCR you're in, is that the deal? All right. Um, that's the old days, by the way. Listener. Yes, Faye. Uh, someone who's fair, who's judicial, yes. I heard another over here I thought in the back a teacher yes someone who's a teacher what are other qualities we look for in a dad or we would desire compassion discipline Discipline. Spiritual. spiritual someone with a spiritual side what else uh, leadership, I think we, we got that one. That's a, worth repeating, isn't it? That's an excellent, excellent quality to have in a father. Yes.
0: So,
1: someone who prays, yes. That spiritual leadership again. Someone who's, who has a walk with God and is, is prayerful, yes. What other qualities would we want in a father? Somebody who can mentor, yes. Somebody who can discipline, teach, mentor, that's excellent. Are we running out? Fearless. Forgiving. Boy, you're really good at this game. My time will be gone and, and we'll be on our way in no time here. A dad would take a cut pieces for his four children, and he had to read study to get agreement.
0: High worth the other.
1: Someone who knew how to divide the pie, fair. Someone who was uh, able to keep the family happy. Other ones. Common sense. Now, see, that's a pretty long list, and I encompass pretty much all those qualities. Um, maybe minus a few, but no, if you really think about it, man, none of us do encompass all of those qualities, do we? Uh, we might be fair in our own minds, but we not, might not be fair in the minds of our children. We might be uh, patient in our own minds, but our wives might say otherwise. We might be forgiving, and yet it's easy to hold a grudge, isn't it? There's really only one father who meets all of our ideals, who's never Cruel for the sake of cruelty Who's never had anything but our best interest Always altruistic There's only one father who has acted Self-sacrificingly In conjunction with all of those other qualities Laying down his own life that we might have life More abundant and ultimately eternal There's only one ultimate father, and it's not me, and it's not you, and as great as many of our dads are, and they're great, not them either, the one true God. Now our texts today kind of pull at different areas of this, because the idea of God as father is only helpful if you've had a decent father. If you've had a father who is a rageaholic, if you have a father who's been an alcoholic, if you have a father who's been abusive, if you've had a father who's never provided, was basically uh, uh, there at your conception and never there thereafter, this is not a good image for you, the image of a father God. It's a very difficult image. A mother God might be more uh, meaningful to you. And there are feminine images for God. We've talked about those at times too. But there's this idea of God gathering his children like a chicken or a chick gathers her chicks under her wings. There's this nurturing God, this loving God. So for whatever the failures of our human fathers are, our eternal God gives us this, in revelation, this name, this concept, this idea of fatherhood along with feminine images of God that help us to see what he wants to be to us and who he is for better or worse we live human experience and our categories of knowing come to us through human experience The way in which we come to understand, to apprehend, to get our minds around the world in which we live is through that experience and the descriptors of language we pull together to try to understand it. God in God's own wisdom has given us revelation that helps to peel back the blinders on our eyes and help us through language of experience to begin to see what God might be like. So if we start with our text in Deuteronomy, today's text in Deuteronomy, we get a picture of a God that meets many of the qualities that you laid out just a few minutes ago. Let's take a look at that text. I don't want to repeat it all, but Deuteronomy, please, 26, 7 to 9. All of our men did a beautiful job reading today. Thank you, men. I'm going to start in 8, not 7. The Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand and outstretched arm. You immediately get the picture of strength, don't you? You immediately get the picture of a God reaching to help, moving toward striving to be of service and aid. The arm is his intervention. And it's not any arm, it's a mighty arm, it's a strong arm. It's an arm we can depend on, an arm we can lean on, and we learn to through this experience that's described for us in our own experience as well. With great terror and signs and wonders, I can remember shrieking in terror and glee and joy and all of those kinds of things when my dad would play hide and seek with me. I would one run run one way, he would run the other and hide back there and jump out at me and I would just, I mean the adrenaline, the rush, it was unbelievable. I was terrified, but not really. It wasn't the boogeyman after all, it was my dad. But the sense of awe of him was real. His strength, he was so much bigger than I, all of those things. You remember those feelings as well. He brought us to this place and gave us this land. There's that generosity, that sense of provision. And not just any land, it's not arid land, it's not desert land, it's a land flowing with what? Milk and honey. Here is a God who wants to provide and provide for his people. And now I bring the first fruits of the soil, so that you, Lord, that you, Lord, have given me. Place the basket before the Lord your God and bow down. Then you and the Levites and the foreigners you share, uh, residing among you shall rejoice in all the good things the Lord your God has given you in your household. Well, it describes tithing right there gratitude. But this is what the Lord has done. Out of this time, he has given something very wonderful to his people, he has given something great. Seven to nine. So now we move, uh, if we can, quickly to Psalm one oh three. I'm going to read what wasn't read. Now, there's an image of a powerful and wonderful and generous and gracious and kind and providing and loving and healing God. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. Ah, he's fair in that sense. He's interested in justice. He's interested in the well-being and the thriving of his children. He made his ways known to Moses, his deeds to the people of Israel. He is the God who reveals himself not only in what he speaks and what he writes, but in what he does. Did I hear someone say a father should be consistent? Consistency, was that yours, John? No, mine was dependability. Dependability. That's the idea. There is a God who's dependable. There's a God who's consistent. There's a God who never sends us directions that we shouldn't go. Verse 8: The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger. He doesn't have a temper. Abounding in love, loving. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. That's part of the forgiving he does not treat us as our sins deserve that's part of the graciousness and the compassion or repay us according to our iniquities he's not vengeful he's not capricious in point of fact for as high as the heavens are above the earth so great is his love for those who fear him as far as the east is from the west so far Has he removed our transgressions from us? And then, this famous passage, as a father, I think of the King James, it says, pitieth his children, has compassion on his children. So the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows how we are formed, he remembers that we're dust. As for mortals, their days are like grass. They flourish like a flower of the field. The wind blows over it and it is gone and its place remembers it no more. But from everlasting to everlasting, the Lord's love is with those who fear him and his righteousness with their children's children, with those who keep his covenant and remember to obey his precepts the blessing of the covenant that he enters with israel is for generations and goes on and on and on i don't want to back up just a little he remembers that you are dust that's a wonderful phrase sad and terrible and wonderful You see, what is dust? We are this collection of material that's given the breath of life, the energy of God, and before we know it, like a flash in the pan, it's gone. You think in your lifespan, the lifespan of a California poppy might be incredibly short. The rains come, the wildflowers bloom over the grapevine. You see a scattering of orange for a period of time. It's glorious, they're beautiful. And then a few hot days, the petals drop. A few more hot days, the green is gone. A few more hot days and there's no evidence that there was ever a California poppy there. And our lifespans are probably not even as long To God, as a poppy's lifespan is to us. What is man that thou art mindful of him, God says. And yet. And yet. So despite our short-lived lives of experience, despite our frailty as creatures, despite our tendencies... We're going to read in just a minute in the gospel. Those of you who are evil, give good gifts to your children. Despite our evil, despite our failure to live up to the ideals of a father who is everything to us, his regard is for those who fear him. His love is directed at you. And we know it goes beyond even covenant, doesn't it? Because it says plainly in Scripture the rain falls on the what? The just and the unjust. God is not partial in this way. His children who love and regard him and his children who are not at all mindful of him, he still provides for. That is the nature of his grace and his love. Turn to the gospel passage now, if you will. Matthew Sermon on the Mount is very similar to Luke's Sermon on the Plain in this regard. Matthew 7. It would help to be in the right book. You've heard the passage many times, and we've been tempted to ask for the ridiculous, haven't we? Oh yeah, I tried that. I asked for a Ferrari. It didn't come. I guess God didn't mean it. No, 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 no. Ask, and it will be given you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. We're entering a wonderful phase of parenting, Jill and I. It's the phase of negotiations. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Our son dislikes the word proposition, but we ask that he make a proposition of us and that we get to counter it. An offer, if you will. I will do this and you will do that. We enter into covenants now in our teenage lives and household. And God is inviting us to do the same. All of his great leaders did this with him. They negotiated. Do you remember Moses negotiating with God? God glad you're there. We do the same. Ask and it will be given you. Seek and you will find. It's not a blanket unconditioned promise. He's not saying he'll make you a king or the fifth wealthiest man or woman alive. He's not even promising to keep you disease free. He's saying, come to me. Talk to me. Let's Work out together what is going to happen. Negotiate. Hezekiah got 10 extra years. Ask and it will be given you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, at least something, right? Those who seek, find. And those who knock, the door will be opened. I think the first principle here. Is that you can't get something you don't ask for necessarily, right? Why do you think Jesus, in his prayer, prayed to the Father, says, Give us this day our daily bread? Don't you think that's a given? An obvious one? Would not the Maker of our bodies know that without daily bread we're dust again? He does. But he invites us to express our physical needs as well as our spiritual and mental and social needs because all life comes from him and we're dependent on him. And we need to just remember what the source of everything and every good thing is. Ask. Knock. Seek. Which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? How many of you parents, when your baby was first born, were tempted to start stockpiling baby food? Oh, I'm the only one. Okay. I could just think of this thing. You know, What if something happens? I've got to have food for my... I was thinking of just emptying the cupboards in the house and... 300 bottles of baby peas or whatever it was, carrots, mashed, you know. We want to do right by our children. We want to provide. We want to give them good things. If you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him so in everything? Do to others what you would have them do for you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. What a surprise ending to that. Are you shocked by that? I am. It doesn't say, so in everything remember to ask. It says something entirely different and very shocking. It reminds us of the ways in which we answer God's prayers to God for one another. It reminds us of the way in which we're His hands. It reminds us of the truth that the collective Some of the part is greater than the individual parts or some of the parts. The collective is more. It reminds us that in doing to another, we've done to him. We've fulfilled somehow our side of covenant. We've fulfilled somehow our side of law. It opens up a new portal, a new gate, a new way for the Father to be all that he is, and to be those things to us. Most of you know how to give good things to your kids, but not all of us know how to trust God to be giving good things to us, how to be asking, how to be depending, how to be trusting, how to be negotiating not all of us remind ourselves with any kind of regularity of the amazing father that he is encompassing all of the best qualities that we can think of and more and so much stronger and more powerful than we could have ever imagined so much greater than we could ever know he remembers that we're but dust he remembers and he loves us with an everlasting love. And wants us to forever be his and forever be with him. And this is the father and the love of the father. And why today, as we celebrate the gifts our human fathers bring us, it makes so much sense to celebrate the gifts God our father gives to us as well.